thank you for tuning in to the Wisdom and Coffee Podcast. I am your host, Leander Chandra. Join me as I navigate life, relationships, and career. I'm on a mission to be a sister to everybody, to give insights, to wisdom. Hi, everybody. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for clicking on this podcast. Thank you so much if I shared a link and you've opened this link and you're listening to this right now. I just want to say thank you so much and welcome to my very first podcast. Oh my god, I have no words honestly. This has been a project that has been underway for quite some time and I have been procrastinating on when to start it and finally I have put through with it after months of procrastination and I really hope you guys enjoy this and you're gonna come back and we're gonna make this a regular thing yeah let's get right into it so today's topic I I don't know why I started with this topic actually I, I don't know I just it was like the first thing that came to my mind so today we're gonna be talking about dating mistakes that I made in my early 20s Hmm, am I in my mid-20s? I will be turning 24 in May. So I believe I'm I'm, I'm approaching my mid-20s and of course my teenagers. So this is also applicable to anybody who's in their late 20s and basically anyone who's still in the dating game, this is applicable to you. And I hope that these mistakes, you're not going to repeat the same mistakes that I made. So... A little backstory. I started dating when I was 16. I had my first boyfriend when I was 16 years old. And I've been dating. I was with um, that boyfriend for about five years. Then I got into another relationship which lasted for about a year and two. And I'm currently in another relationship. So I am going to be talking about the mistakes that I made initially in that relationship. In my second relationship. And with the many flings that I've kind of had in between. That I think I have not brought into my current relationship okay so let's start the first one is dating when i had no business dating this is a big one because um okay here's the thing right if i look back at the people that i dated then to be honest i wouldn't date them right now not because i have anything against them not because but because they're really not my type anymore. Like I've grown into a different person. I've grown into a different woman. And even the person that I would want to share my life with right now, even though I'm continuously growing, is someone completely different. And what I mean to say dating when I had no business dating, I had no idea who I was when I was 16. I had no idea who I was when I was 21. So for me to think that I knew who I needed to be with was like a big mistake. And already the relationship was doomed to fail because the minute I discover myself, those people are not even going to be my type. So that was the first mistake that I made. So if you're someone who is, this is not even about age. This is about discovering yourself, loving yourself, appreciating yourself, getting to know yourself and the type of person that you want to show up to in this world that's the type of person you should strive to be even before you get into a relationship because oh guys relationships are gonna bring out the worst in you even the best as well let's not be so negative but majority of the thing is that it's gonna bring out the worst in you and the last thing you want 
is to discover yourself while you're in that relationship and discovering you don't even like yourself either. And I feel like that was the biggest mistake that I made was dating when I had no business dating. Those relationships were automatically doomed to fail. Because right now, I feel like this is when I'm truly living in my purpose. Um, I may have no idea what my purpose is, but the fact that I'm living in my purpose makes everything else so much easier, so much better. I know exactly what I want from a partner. I know exactly what I would bring to the table and I know exactly what he needs to bring to the table to make our relationship work. Yay. So now that we got that out, but hey, if you're below the age of 21, please don't date because dating is a port way to marriage. And I know there are some people who date for like seven, eight years and that's cute but unnecessary honestly i don't want to date for so long anyway that is my opinion but if you're below the age of 21 i'd say focus on yourself right now anyway let's move on to the second mistake that i made when i was dating number two was thinking order is better oh god guys guys this one i have so much shame even saying it right now because i was such an advocate for dating people who are older um both of the people that i dated and people i had flings with we had such a great age gap it was enormous and i always thought mature is better because i grew up with the mentality that oh yeah women mature so much faster than men and you know i am so mature and i need a man who's first of all age has nothing to do with maturity is what i learned okay and this is a big one guys because i every time i heard someone dating their age mate i'll be like oh my god why would you do such a thing to yourself but then that was a really big mistake i dated someone who was so much older and his maturity levels did not even match his age at all i feel like you should be with someone that you like someone who you're similar to someone who you think on the same level and it really has nothing absolutely nothing to do with age older is not better and especially for kids who are in high school it seems pretty cool to have someone that is older you know we like the guy who's driving picking you up and whatnot and honestly i feel like dating someone older is also a problem because why is he dating someone young it's because he is not even he doesn't appeal to people his age because people his age don't take him seriously now this is not for everybody this is for the majority i'm saying this based on my experience is it was so easy for me to be manipulated i was 16 i was dating a 23 year old i had no business dating i was a first teen i was out of my preteens and i was dating someone who's like my age right now which was ridiculous honestly and it makes it so much easier for someone to honestly manipulate you because at 16 this is my first boyfriend and all i was thinking is oh this is how dating should be like he's been in the game longer than i am so he should know and so much easier for him to manipulate me and i don't blame him as well because i blame myself and i thought it was really cool and because i went on and got into another relationship that was like he was much older because i told myself okay he was childish so i need to go for someone much older thinking that i was sorting out the problem by increasing the age i dated someone who was 16 years older than me and 
he was the most childish human being that I have ever met. I swear to God, age has nothing to do with it. So I know we all want to, I mean, we have this pressure from society, right? We have this pressure from home to say, that a guy who's settled, that a guy who's this. But there's so much in being with someone you grow with and being on the same level because these are seasons of life. So if you guys are both students, you both start working together, I feel like you experience dating so much better. There's not much pressure on the other because you're both going at the same pace and you're understanding each step of life as it comes. Of course, I understand men don't mature as fast. But you know one thing about men too? Men don't mature at all. Ding, ding. <laughs> if there are men who are listening right now, I am so sorry, but that is true. It takes such a long time for a man to mature. And trust me, increasing the age is never going to sort out the problem at all. I wish I never had that mentality. I wish I just dated people who had an aspect of maturity. They were just mature from talking to them and all that. Anyway, I don't want to dwell so much because I don't want this thing to be so long. <laughs> okay, so another thing was not having my own life. Um, I was very clingy in my past relationships. Even flings, I was so clingy. I want to be seen every day. I want to be caught every day. I want constant communication, which is great, by the way. But then I got to realize that I really just didn't have my own life and I was not comfortable being by myself. Right now, I could go weeks without seeing my partner. I could go a day or two without talking to my partner I could go a day without talking to my partner, without thinking about, oh my goodness, what is he doing right now? Why is he not thinking about me? That honestly, for me, I have become so accustomed to my own space, to love in my own space that I don't, I have my own life. I get to stand. I, I don't like the idea of codependency, especially when you start dating, because the minute that you break up, it's going to be so hard for you to break away from this person because your life is literally built on this person and trust me that does not end really well because this person is going to leave you and you're going to feel broken because you did not have your own life i learned this because i had a season of singleness where i literally took interest in the things that i like i had my own life i had my own schedule i had my own thing going on to a point where i literally just talked to my partner when i miss him any other time was really just unnecessary. He had his own thing going on. I had my own thing going on. There was no need for us to talk and see each other when it's really just not necessary. I was so clingy. It's cringy even to think about it right now. But, yo. Growth. We thank God for growth. Anyway, another thing, which I think is the fourth one right now. Big mistake that I made was having sex. Ugh. One of the episodes is going to completely focus on this and celibacy. But for now, I'm just going to give like a snob, sh very short snippet. So initially, I always wanted to have sex when I get married or have sex with my first partner. And two, three years into my relationship, I, I was like, oh, you know what? I am going to spend the rest of my life with this person. I might as well just go ahead right now. Worst mistake ever because... 
I used my emotions at that moment. I used the fact that I was in love. I was in this. I was in that. And it felt great at that moment without it being actually logical. Because I was basing it on the emotions that I felt at that time. And having sex was one of the biggest things. I do not regret having sex. But I wish I waited. Because guys, even just introducing sex, if you're not celibate. Or if you're not a Christian and don't believe in celibacy. Literally just introducing sex at the beginning of a relationship creates these ties to this person. Like, so many relationships are based on sex in this generation that we live in. Let's just be honest. They're so based on sex. And you get to miss bonding with your partner on so many different aspects on so many different levels because you've made it about sex and i wish i could go in depth but i really just want to have this um on segment on uh episode have its own episode to talk about sex but that for me was one of the biggest mistakes that i made during my dating because i felt if we're talking about it on a spiritual level i feel like i got a lot of soul ties i got a lot of we're going to go in-depth because I really don't want to go in-depth on this particular episode. Okay, so the fifth one we move is skipping the friendship phase or the stage. Friendship is so, so important. And I know, guys, I know we have this thing of I married my best friend, I'm dating my best friend. And yet these guys never even had a stage of friendship in their relationship. And they're like, bro what what friendship are you talking about people think having someone you get along with and laugh with and having common with is friendship which yeah to some extent it is but then think about all the other friends that you have are you friends because you guys have something in common i have so many friends who we don't like the same series we don't like the same movies we don't like the same anything and yet we are friends it's because of the way that we relate and having a friendship is so important because trust me when you fight you're gonna try and remember this was your friend in the first place how we fight with friends and how we fight with partners is so different and for me having my partner as my friend helps me so much with conflict helps me so much with communication because it's broken down every barrier that i once had especially with communication because i'm so free with my friends i would tell my friends absolutely everything and getting to understand that my partner is also my friend has gotten me to a point where I talk to them differently. I relate to them differently. And I'm able to switch between being a girlfriend and being a friend. And it, it makes interacting just so much easier. And I used to skip the friendship phase because... Mm, honestly, I just wanted to... Oh my goodness, I'm feeling butterflies. Let's start talking. For me, the talking stage is not a friendship. Please. The talking hello hello the talking stage is not a friendship stage like a friendship stage is where you guys have literally no intention of dating you have no intentions of dating you are just friends and that is such an important stage and i know most of us don't have that that privilege or that time to say oh i'm talking this is my friend and we're just friends most of the time you see a guy you see a girl and it's like oh this yes this this person is the one and that's great 
and sometimes it's best to put some bricks and try to relate with this person on a friendly basis. Have you noticed how the way you know your best friend and the way the dear partner knows them is so different because of the different relations that you have and how you're able to relate with them is so different. And just, I skipped that friendship stage because I thought, oh, we'll be friends in the relationship or I thought the talking stage was a friendship stage, but it really wasn't. It really, really, really wasn't. And I am so glad I got a chance to build a friendship with my current uh partner right now i feel like that has been that has been what has made our relationship have this really good foundation because we are friends you know like sometimes i'm like do chill out like (laughs) when we're literally having an argument and i'm able to switch between being his girlfriend and being his friend literally so please do not skip the friendship phase stage Number six. These are actually eight, actually, to be honest. But I was going to make it ten. But then I was like, oh my goodness, if I could talk about the many mistakes I've made when dating, this podcast would never end. Let's talk about having unrealistic expectations. Yo, guys. This one has been a big one for me. I used to have a fairy tale idea of how I want my relationships to be like, like... I had this figured out, I swear. Like, guys, this is how I want my relationship to go. It's how I'm... Here's the thing. It's, it's okay to have an idea of how you want your relationship to be. But what I mean by unrealistic expectations, expectations like it's your partner's job to make you happy, that your partner should act a certain way, that your partner should know how to love you, that these unrealistic expectations of how someone should be like and if they don't act a certain way this is what creates so much anger in relationships i used to get so mad in my previous relationships because i'll do something and i want him to respond the way that i played it out in my head and then when he doesn't respond i get mad and then a fight has been created because of that or because of the way that i grew up i expect him to be like that so basically i have created these things that he should do and in my head i have registered if he doesn't do this he doesn't love me. If he doesn't do this, he doesn't care. I never took the time to actually not have expectations. Right now, my focus has always been to love someone. Love them the way that I know how to love and also begin to learn how they want to be loved. And But for me, it was, I want to be loved like this. This person should love me like this. I never understood that people came from different backgrounds people knew love differently i know it talks about five different love languages but i feel like it goes beyond those five long like it literally goes beyond those because you get to realize people the way people perceive love and that's the whole point of a relationship is getting to know each other to understand each other what works what doesn't what fits and what doesn't fit now if you're going into a relationship with an idea of this is how it should turn out this is how a person should be you're gonna get very disappointed because we are human beings oh my we're human beings and no one can act exactly the way you want to act i feel like it should be about embracing our uniqueness and making these tiny changes individually that will make our partner feel better i feel like it shouldn't be a forced thing to say you should act like this because this is how i feel you should care 
I used to fight so much in my relationships. Like every day is an argument because this person has acted out of how they're supposed to act. It's like in a movie in the script. They don't act in script. I get mad. Having unrealistic expectations was one of the biggest downfalls I had in my relationships because it made me quite miserable and made me feel like, oh my goodness, this person is not doing this because they don't love me. Am I not deserving of love? And ish guys, just don't have expectations. I could go on and on. Trust me, like each one of these points would have its own episode just to explain the gravity of literally everything that's going on. But I don't want to bore you with details. <laughs> okay, let's go with number seven. Number seven was oversharing and not keeping my relationship private. Now, here's the thing. There's private and then there's secretive, right? So people will know I am in a relationship, right? But I would post every single thing about my relationships. Everyone knew my boyfriend. Everyone knew everything about everything about my relationships. I'm talking screenshots. I'm talking... I still post screenshots, but with context. So basically, I let my relationship or people into my relationship and this also just didn't involve social media by the way this involved a lot of things to a point where even the issues that i i had with my partner were brought into i would tell any person oh my goodness this person did this and i was bringing up everyone else's input into my relationship i was bringing everyone it was like an open door to say hi guys this is what's going on in my relationship. Please tell me how to deal with this. Like there was just nothing really private to a point where even when me and my partner resolve things, everyone else still hates him because I made them a part of my relationship. So it, not only do I have to forgive him, they have to forgive him too. And they have to go through the process. He has to start proving himself back to people. I wish I kept my relationships private because I feel like I put so many of people's opinions into my relationship, which initially, even at the beginning of my current relationship, I realized I still did. And I had to put, I had to put a stop to it. I was like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. We literally have to grow out of it. My relationship should be between me and my partner. I... We don't need to talk about certain things. There, there are a lot of people who I still see because you're so used to me talking about my relationship. They'll pry. They'll be like, oh my God, how, how are you guys doing now? Did you guys do this? Like they want to pry so much into my relationship. But my default is, oh, oh, we're great. We're good. We're good. Like even when we're not good, that's my default answer because it's nobody's business. I swear to God, it is nobody's business. Not even, I know we used to like the idea of you know, the whole group chats. Guys, he did this and you send screenshots and we would discuss what to do. Like, don't do that. Please don't do that. Grow out of it. It's literally so childish. And I know we have this sisterhood and want to protect each other. But especially for people who are my age or people who are transitioning into marriage, you're going to realize that you can share everything. They're going to tell you this. It's none of their business. So this out between the two of you it doesn't need to nothing needs to come out of your relationship unless you two fail to resolve it is the only time you should feel the need to come out of it if you feel like you guys aren't talking take space out of it take a breather come back 
sort things out without having to involve anybody else into your relationship. Okay, now I move on to like the last one, which is telling my partner everything. <laughs> I said this one for last because for like a specific reason. So here's the thing, guys. I am the type of person who's very open. If you guys know me on a personal basis, personal level, you know I share everything. Like I will share everything. I am an oversharer. Hence why it affected my relationship as well. But it also wants to talk about oversharing with your partner. I told my partner everything. Now, this is for my girlies who have a body count, have a past. Please don't. Don't. Don't share how many men you've slept with. I'm not saying lie. I'm just saying don't don't share. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. You know, if he wants to ask if you've had sex before, say yeah. I don't think adults, there's no need for you guys to be asking each other your body counts. It's your business. Keep it private. Don't talk about your previous relationships. Don't talk about what he did. What, like, if you guys want to, oh, why did you guys break up? Go straight to the point. We broke up because of this. We failed to resolve our differences. There is no need to go into the details. One thing I will realize, I'll tell people, and I've seen it repeat itself in my relationships. I'll tell them, oh, my ex-boyfriend said things, this, this about me. And then during a fight, guess what my then-boyfriend would do? He will use that same thing and say, you know what? He was right. You're this, 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 and that. And guys, that's, mm, that is not a game you want to play. It is not a game that you really, really want to play. Please don't do that. Maybe in the future, maybe when you're more comfortable, that's when you can share it. Avoid sharing your past. How many people you've kissed, crazy things you've done. Tell him you're dating me now. Anything that I did in the past really doesn't matter. He doesn't need to know all the details. Like, this is not even just for females. Men too. She really doesn't need to know. She's going to be replaying these things in her head. Just don't tell everything. Especially at the beginning of a relationship. Don't tell so much. Don't go into details. Maybe later on. If it's not relevant. If it doesn't affect the relationship at that moment. Don't share it. That's the rule you should follow. If this thing doesn't affect the relationship in the long run, don't share. It's not important. Let it move. It's in the past. It's in the past. It's not affecting the present. We move on. <sighs> That's eight, guys. I wish I could go on and on and on and on. But that means that this, this will never end. I would I love to talk. Always want to talk. <laughs> and I always want to share... As I said, these are hard, hard conversations. We're literally having, we're getting down and we're getting personal. And this was some of the mistakes that I feel like I made. This, for me, was a lot because I had to sit down and think within myself which role I played and which part I wasn't the best at dating. It never always is the other. Self-reflection is so important. It's not always the other party. It really never is. It could be you. And you could have played a part in... Picking the guys, the guys you picked, how they treated you, all those things play a big role. And we could go on and on and on, all the mistakes that I made in my actual relationship. At the beginning, at the end, I could literally go in depth. But this is all I really had for you guys today. Thank you so much. If you have reached the end of this video, uh, sorry, the end of this podcast, I just want to say thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate the love. 
if you're listening to this on your way to work, on your way to school, or just chilling, vibing in your room, I hope you have a great day. And I hope I, I'm sending sunshines and butterflies to you wherever you are. And I just want to say thank you so much for the support. And I will see you guys next week on episode two. Mwah.